Hello, welcome. I hope you had an amazing week. This is Teresa from the future from the editing side. I just wanted to let you know that this is a very explicit episode. We will be discussing things from sex, sexual assault, um, all the way to sex and marriage and you know, all of that fun stuff. So I do want to give y'all a fair warning before you dive into this episode. I do, however, recommend you to wait to the very end. I know it's a long one, but it is going to be worth it. So grab a snack, grab something to sip on, and let's dive on in. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Walking with the King podcast. I'm your host, Teresa King, and welcome to another episode. My goodness, did we have a crazy ride just to press record, did we? Girl, (laughs) when I tell you, y'all, this is not the first time this has happened to me this past week. Legit, the same exact thing that happened with her happened on another podcast that I was on with my good friend chill so i'm just like so shocked but not really shocked because the enemy really does not want us to do this so but you know what it's going to be okay and i'm just so glad you're here celeste i'm so glad i'm here i miss being here i i I feel like people would recognize my voice because i'm just like (laughs) hey blah 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 i'm just like very i don't know animated i guess (laughs) no so we went through like four different softwares Uh uh-huh and we finally thank you youtube thank you jesus (laughs) thank you jesus for the prayers and the youtube because we were like on her laptop then we were on my laptop and we were like just i was getting frustrated i was like you know what lord i give it to you amen and it worked hallelujah right (laughs) but like i was saying we just prayed right before this the only reason why we did it took so long for us to get here is because the devil's trying to stop it. Because mm-hmm. we're going to get into it today. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to get into it with this subject. I'm like, do y'all have the time? Because you need to grab that popcorn. You need to <laughs> grab your tea, your coffee, your decaf, whatever you drink. Water, I don't care. I got my water. Yep, right I got there. my water. Okay. Well, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. For those of y'all who have not read the title, you should have. But we're going to talk about <laughs> dating. And how dating is as a Christian. And for me, I never dated as a Christian. Robert and I were um, dating and we're still living for the world. So we did a lot of things that was outside of God's design. So now being in a godly marriage, you Mm. know, kind of not regretting the way that we got together. But more as in I wish we did it differently yeah it's more like you know like it's a it's a lot dating as a christian is a lot oh you (laughs) y'all just get ready because honestly i have been through the ringer here and i bet a lot of women here and even men that listen to this podcast can probably relate because i'm not gonna say it's just women that go through this because i know men go through this even though i haven't met a a godly man as of yet but 
you know, if he's listening, <laughs> you know, wherever you are, I'm, I, I'll be interested if you love the Lord. Her, her Instagram will be linked on the yep. bottom. DM her. She <laughs> is single. She's ready to mingle. If you love Jesus, if you love God, I mean, Jesus is God. But if you love <laughs> Jesus, hit my, hit my girl up. Mm-hmm. She's cool. That's like the number one and main requirement. You have to love Jesus. Yep. No other way. And you have to follow Jesus. You have to follow him. The relationship. Not just I go to church on Sunday. Not just, oh, I grew up a Christian with my family, but now I go and party on Saturday and party on Friday. And then I go on Sunday all drunk and hungover. Dude, that was us. That was me and Robert. We would go to church and then we'll go get mimosas after. What? I mean, I know like there's some people like at the church that do that, but they get like one. Yeah, no, we didn't get one. We got like seven. Oh, we yeah, got girl. drunk. <laughs> we were alcoholics. Mm, see, I, but I love the vulnerable. I love that you're just like unapologetically like yourself by saying like this is what we used to do mm-hmm. and we don't do it anymore. Amen. So for those of y'all who follow the Instagram for Walking with the King podcast, if you don't, you should. But for those of y'all who do, I did ask if y'all could send some questions yes i've seen a little bit of them yes um i did come up with myself a couple of them Ooh, thanks to um chad gbt the ai software what yeah they came up with good ones too what that's a different story but (laughs) but um we are just gonna have like a q a we're gonna talk about um, dating as a Christian, what are the vulnerabilities? What are the difficulties? And what are the cool things about it? So let's buckle up. Let's settle in. Get your snacks. Get your snacks. Get your coffee. Get and your dog. I don't know. Whoever. Or d- even even not your dog. Just, just listen just and take listen. it all in. Just open your heart and let's get to it. So. First question I have for you. How has your faith in Jesus impacted your approach to dating? Hmm. How has Jesus impacted my my view of dating? Um, my, like my relationship with him? Your approach to dating. Oh, my approach to dating. Hmm. Like how has your faith in Jesus impacted your approach to dating? So I guess if I had to go further back because I've... I gave my life to Jesus back in like 2015 or so like that um, because I grew up, I think in the last podcast that I did with you and chill, I said that I came from like a Catholic background, Mm -hmm. but then I like straight away and I was, you know, one foot in, one foot out. I I didn't even know what I believe, but you can go back and listen to that testimony to go further into that. It's actually still the number one podcast on my. Are you serious? On my podcast. Yeah. Dude. On both Spotify and Apple podcasts. It's still number one. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. Still. Every single time I look at it, it's still number one. I'm like, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh um wait, I lost track of it. What I was it? <laughs> I just has, was like, Oh, that's how so cool. Has your faith in Jesus impacted your approach to dating oh. and you were talking about like how you gave your life to God and you came from a Catholic. Yes. Background. Okay. So after I did that, I went through a 
I'm, I'm just going to be real with y'all. I was like, okay, I'm like a, a born-again Christian, you know, but I didn't find, like, CBC at that time. I was still, like, you know, just, like, I, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do. So I was kind of like, well, what happens now? Like, now that I, like, gave my life to Jesus, I believe in him. Like, what do I do next? Because I was still, like, friends with, like, people that were not good for me. I was still talking to guys that just wanted, like, can I say that? Yeah. Okay, that just wanted sex from me, um, you know. And I just, I was not practicing to be abstinent. I was not practicing nothing. I, I legit, I mean, just coming out of it, I didn't really know much. All I knew is that when I was growing up Catholic, like, oh, yeah, sex is bad and, like, cussing is bad, drinking is bad, like, just all this crazy stuff, right, so, um, go, you know, going into that, I ended up getting into a couple of bad relationships, and I'm pretty sure I can go into it further, like, with the other questions, but they were not Christians, mm -hmm. the ones that I was with, I was the only Christian, and they were not Christian, and so, this guy that I was with for like three years, it was like a horrible relationship. I thought it was really great in the beginning, but it was really just love bombing. And so that whole scenario happened. And then being with him, I ended up like not being pure. And I ended up not, you know, doing what, what the Lord would have wanted me to do was to wait. Um, I was still out partying. I was still out drinking like it really is true, you guys. Like, you are who you hang around with. And mm. yes, you could say, oh, well, I'm Christian. Like, I can lead them to the Lord. Like, no, you are going to the same places that they're going. And they're, mm -hmm. get, you know, getting high on drugs and, like, mm -hmm. getting drunk and, like, you know, um, like, having sex in alleyways. Like, I mean, I went to, like, all these parties, dude. Legit. I'm going to tell you guys. I'm, I'm going to keep it real on here. I went to a, explicit. It's all good. Okay. Spill the tea. I went, I went to a Bible study one night on, on a Saturday night. And Leah can remember this because I told her this. Uh, Leah, shout out to Leah. I love you. Anyway, um, this was back when we first started doing our Bible studies, like back in like 2015 or whatever. So I was like one foot in, in the door, one foot out the door with, with the Lord because I was like still wanting to do stuff my way. Um, I know I'm getting sidetracked, but this has a lot to do with it. So um, I ended up going to a Bible study and like having like fun with like the girls. Yeah. And then later on that night, I went out clubbing and I went out and got drunk and uh, mm. smoked weed and was like with my boyfriend at the time. And I was trying to justify it because I was like, well, they they need to know about Jesus. And mm. I'm here. So I'm the best example that they have. And I'm like, now I'm looking back, I'm like, no, you, you weren't because you were <laughs> participating first off. And second off, you were like already unequally yoked with this person. Ooh. And I know that a lot of people like to do that mission missionary dating. Uh, for me, I cannot do that because like that is really hard to do, like super difficult. I don't know how a lot of people do it. But in my current walk right now, which leads me back to that, like, question, is I don't think, no, I know that I could never be with someone who is not on fire for the Lord. Amen. Because I've had such an encounter, because I gave, okay, I, 
I gave my life to Christ in 2015, but I surrendered and made him Lord of my life mm. in 2019 yeah. after that breakup. And it is completely different from accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior to actually following him and like yeah. doing his will and like having that intimate relationship with him. Because yeah. the first time it was just religion. Yeah. The second time it was like legit, like, like, like I'm, I'm done pursuing, Jesus. pursuing Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And so this is why I tell people, I'm like, like, I cannot, like, there have been guys that have been trying to get at me, but I just, I can't date them because yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, and I know, I know I'm like, I'm going to like wrap this up so you can go to the next no, question. Sorry. But <clears throat> I'm like, what are you doing? Like, this guy that I talked to the other day when I was on a dating app, because I was just like, you know, I'm going to try this like upward thing or whatever. This oh, that guy, Christian dating app? Yes. Oh, my God. I have a lot to say about that. So y'all <laughs> get ready. because this a question. Be, it's a question. Yes, okay, you know, I'm going to hold that. But just know that I cannot, for just to end this question, I cannot date someone who is not on fire for the Lord because, like, you really are who you surround yourself with. And I just don't want that anymore. I don't want that. I want someone who's on the same track as me, mm -hmm. running just as fast in their relationship with Jesus and... That they can catch up to me then that's great yeah so what you said about equally yoked people like you want someone who's equally yoked as you correct yes correct okay so we you need to get into the young adults dude i want to go dude, so bad you need to go we had a little um q a panel for young adults young adults is like a group gathering at our church mm -hmm. and um they had a girl who was a single mom they had a girl who was divorced they had like a regular guy who was just living life as a single dude wow. and then they had a couple that were married and this was a panel that pastor marquise did and one of them like someone was asking like what do you think about someone not being equally yoked to you and mm. the girl who was divorced I'm not going to say her name for the sake of her privacy, but she was saying like, you know, how she was married mm -hmm. and the guys randomly one day came home saying I'm atheist. But he was Christian. When but they he was married. a Christian. He was living for God. He was um, a ministry leader. He, he had a, a Bible study that he led. Mm -hmm. He worked at the church like he was a wow. Christian. And then one day was like, I'm atheist and ended up cheating on her. And she's just like, wow, Bro, like what what's going on? Like, I mean, that's a slap in the face pretty much like, yeah, just being what? Why are you an atheist? What happened? Like, you know, what's going on? Mm -hmm. But she said, like, from now, like, because she um, works in ministry mm -hmm. and she's like, I cannot be not equally yoked with someone yeah. like the fact that I'm working in ministry, the, fa the fact that I literally work for Jesus. Yeah, I need someone to be above me if you're yeah. gonna lead my household yep. i need you to be a leader mm -hmm. i need you to know more than what i know and that's because i know quite a bit and wow. one of the girls was like well like she was actually the one that was getting married so apparently her fiance was a, a baby christian he only gave his life to god for like about a year mm -hmm. and she was like well i've been a christian my whole entire life and you know he just gave his life to god about a year ago like i have to disagree with you because i'm willing to pick up the the slack 
And oh. I've mentioned this in a previous episode about what it means to be equally yoked. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, whenever you're plowing the fields, you had two ox and they had a yoke on them. And when the ox were moving, they had to be equally yoked in order for them to go into as fast, uh, go into a steady pace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you are not equally yoked, so if you have a younger ox compared to a strong ox, that's not equally yoked because it's either the you're they're gonna slack because of the one who's a little bit weaker, or the stronger one is gonna continue to move forward, leaving the young one behind. So in order for you to be equally yoked, you need to be on the same page. You need to be on the same pace. You need to be yeah. one in one, literally. And I mean, that's what it means to be in a Christian marriage. Like you mm-hmm. are one flesh. So you need to be equally yoked as a Christian, as yep. a Christian marriage. And I just thought that was interesting because not many people agreed with her. They were saying like, you could be with someone who is not equally yoked and you can i guess is your preference but i just love how you said like you want someone who's equally yoked as you because you don't want to be you know where you were because that guy mm-hmm. that you were dating with he wasn't equally yoked as you at all and you ended up falling back on him because he was a weaker ox you were yes. the stronger ox in that situation. But then I became and then you became the weaker the ox. weaker one. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not I'm not kidding with y'all. When y'all just heard that episode on witchcraft like I became so weak. Like I went to a witch doctor like I, it was like he said it wasn't really? a witch doctor but it was like I'm telling you I thought I was doing something and and I I, I wasn't doing nothing. I was I was kicking myself more into the grave mm. <laughs> that's what was happening mm. if y'all have not heard new age exposed go listen mm-hmm. to it with sarah with Woo! sarah that was a good one anyways i did not know that you were like into all of that we need to get more into that because that's that's crazy yeah girl i got some stories oh i believe that. it mm-hmm. some I stuff believe- i've heard yeah it, ooh. we're gonna go to the next one so what key values should Christian uphold when dating? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. Um, it's key values. Well, you know what? There's something that I really admire when a man is just a gentleman. Mm. Like I'm talking like I'm very old school. Like I love it when the when a guy holds the door open for me. I love it like when he, you know, asks permission, like, hey, like, and I know people kind of cringe at that. Like, sometimes, like, it's not for everyone, but for me, as a sexual abuse survivor, mm. I appreciate it when a man is like, hey, like, can I hold your hand? Yeah. Or like, hey, can, like, can we hug? Is that too soon? Like, mm. you know, can I kiss you? Like, you know, because it's like this guy that I was talking to which I don't know if it'll come up, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it more on the dating app thing because <laughs> girl, I got stories, but, um, let's just say he didn't respect my boundaries. Right. Yeah. And, um, I didn't like that. And I'm, I'm like, this guy says he's for the Lord, but you don't have the fruits of the spirit in Ooh. you. Like I could tell, like I can honestly, it's crazy, but I can honestly tell when someone is in their word and when they're not. Yeah, absolutely. Like when you see someone and so I, I recorded the podcast that is episode two 
last night. Ooh. And this is episode three, and oh. episode two hasn't been aired. So one thing that I said in my podcast yesterday was that we are going to be the closest person mm-hmm. to someone to see Jesus. Like, yep. in order for, like, as a Christian, we're called to be the hands and feet of Jesus. So if we are a Christian, we need to live out through fruits of the Spirit. Yep. And it gets to a point as a Christian, where you're looking at someone and you're like, that person is not producing fruit. No. And, you know, like someone in my family member, I'm not going to say anything of it, but has an ex who claims to be a Christian, but is not producing the fruit of the spirit. Mm. And I have a, sorry, my nose is just, no, I have okay. a, a spiritual gift of discernment mm-hmm. and I can catch you. Oh yeah. Off the top of like, I could look at you and be like, you're not producing fruit. And it's not like I'm coming from a judgmental yeah. place. It's I'm coming from, you know, it's from the Holy Spirit. You feel it. I feel it. Yeah. And like same thing when it comes to like, um, like other things. Like I talked about it in the podcast with Sarah. Like when I walked into that witchcraft store, I immediately felt it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like God, like the Holy Spirit is telling me you don't belong here. Leave. Yep. And I did. So it's the same thing that comes to like situations i already know off the bat that this is going to be a bad situation yep um when it comes to people i know that this person is not going to be good for me dude yes me too yes and it's like it's important to do to do your research on somebody and it sounds oh, weird yeah. but no i agree to i agree in order for you to i mean this is going to be your future husband mm-hmm. and that is another topic to talk mm. about. What do y'all think about courting? Because there's like, some people think that you shouldn't be dating at all. Like mm. dating is just like open, like, I don't know what this is going to be. I'm just going to date you. And if it works out, it works out. Some people believe in being friends mm-hmm. and then courting to where it's like, we're heading to marriage. We're yeah. not, there's no, ins, there's ins no or dating. Buts. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's a whole other situation, dude. We kind of get into that t- that oh. kind of conversation we could touch that later because oh, that is yes. gonna be okay. something yes. similar to where we could bring back courting but um yeah i think for me the core value just no, be like what you said be fruitful yeah like and not like be fruitful and multiply like no wait to marriage have sex but mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> be fruitful in the spirit like be able to produce the fruit of the spirit be a christian like i said in last week's episode people are gonna look at you if you're over here saying i love jesus i'm a christian i'm this and that and you're not producing the fruit of the spirit you may be the only person that they see see that's a christian quote unquote Mm -hmm. and if you're not producing the fruit of the spirit if you are not being the hands and feet of jesus then they're going to automatically come off the bat and say well this is what christianity is yeah and unfortunately that is why christians have a bad reputation because there is a lot of non-fruitful christians out there Mm -hmm. that don't produce the spirit uh, don't produce the fruit of the spirit and um one thing i saw on tiktok and it was like just because you go to a mexican restaurant doesn't mean you're a mexican just because you're a chinese restaurant doesn't mean you're a chinese like 
Yeah. Just because you go to church doesn't mean you're a Christian. Is whenever you start producing the fruit of the spirit, yeah. is whenever you become a Christian. That is good mm-hmm. stuff, dude. Wow, like straight up fire emojis. <laughs> <laughs> fire emojis everywhere. I love it. Um, how do you balance the desire for a romantic relationship with the call to wait for God's t- timing? Oh, I know you have something good. About I this know one. I got you know I got something <laughs> to say about this because this is honestly, you guys, this is what I'm going through right now, and it sucks. I'm not even gonna lie to you, it sucks. Because coming from, especially, like, I know not a lot of people can relate. Like, there are some women I know that have, like, never had sex at all. Mm -hmm. But coming from someone who was so sexually active in, like, my 20s. I mean, I started having sex when I was 16. So, it's kind of like, like, doing all of that stuff and and seeing that it was okay to, like, completely stopping. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm talking, like... I'm not, I'm not doing, I mean, I don't, I don't know how explicit you can like bleep it out, but I'm not, no, I'm not doing no BJ. I'm not doing no hand stuff. I'm not, I mean, I'm not doing anything anymore. Like if I have to think about it, if I have to overanalyze, is this bad? It's bad. Oh yeah. Because it's like, I already made a rule with myself. Like any man that I talk to, it has to be in public he can't come over to my house like me and him alone because I already know myself. I already know that I cannot be with a man alone. I like love that. I love that. Continue. <laughs> I'm just like at first, like with when when one of my girlfriends told me that she's uh that she was like I can't you know what I'm saying now I was like that seems a little strict, girl. And then I'm like no, I get it because in my last relationship, like we would go to church together, we would like um you know, hold hands and like, you know, talk about the Bible and this and that. But then it was like, when we got alone, we were like, okay, we're not going to do this. We're just going to cuddle. And then the cuddling, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you saw her face right now, the cuddling (laughs) led into touching, but not doing the thing. And then it, it was just no. And then we immediately felt convicted about it. And then I started crying and then he was like trying to comfort me. And I'm like, no, bro, like I'm so mad. I'm mad at myself for like letting myself do that. But I'm also mad at him because he wasn't strong enough to say, mm. hey, we should stop doing this. And it's like, but I, I, I should have been the one as well, though. It wasn't just him. Like it was me as well. I shouldn't have been in that situation. And I was still living with my parents at the time. So it's kind mm. of like now it's like, OK, like. I know that I'm a very sexual person. I know that I cannot be alone with him unless it's in public, like we're out to eat or something. Yeah. But other than that, like if I were to have a boyfriend, like if some guy here, I don't know, just, some guy randomly shows up, he's like, hey, I really like you. Like, let's be together. Okay. Um, you know, if he comes over to my place, I have to have like my accountability people there or some, mm. some kind of third party, like another man, another woman somebody you can always double date just fyi yes i am so open to that <laughs> but yeah definitely that is like my main like mm. number one thing because it is very easy nowadays to just slip up my gosh um how do you create boundaries when dating because i feel like we kind of you can we kind of brushed over that topic mm. after you said that um did, I, did we go over this 
the boundaries in dating yeah well i i brought up boundaries for that first question mm -hmm. because i i was saying like hey i would appreciate it if you like would ask me first before doing whatever act you yeah. want to do but it's so important and like i don't know if you guys have read um that book by dr henry cloud boundaries but I'm reading it, Boundaries and Dating, and it is so good, dude. That one, and I love the one from, um, it's not a Boundaries book, but it's, like, The Relationship Goals by Michael Todd. Mm. Yeah, that one's, like, really good, too. And I know he's in controversy right now. I was like, is that the same Mike Todd? <laughs> yeah, that's the same yeah. one. But it's, like, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's, like, boundaries are so important. And it's, like, it really, when you have boundaries with someone it it shows that you like respect mm -hmm. them because it's like like let's say for instance in one of my last relationships i said hey i don't really feel comfortable going to this one place because i had a bad experience and this guy was like well we're gonna do that anyway and i'm gonna take you anyway or but or i was like i'm definitely afraid of like going on the highway that's like the the super high one that's right by church like where it's like wraparound Mm -hmm. i was like hey can we like go another way to get to where we need to go and he was just like no and i was like i'm feeling really anxious right now because i had like a bad situation happen to me when i was like on the big ramp of the highway mm -hmm. or whatever and i was like please like like i was like begging i was like please like don't and then he ended up going on it and then i ended up having a panic attack and i tried to warn him that i'm still like trying to deal with with that you know trauma. but it was just like i noticed that if a man can't respect my no mm. then that makes me feel like like i i can't respect him at all because it's like that's like the like one of the like the number one rules is like yeah. my no means no and that's a mm -hmm. full sentence you know yes wow i think boundaries in general make it, it it's like how you said it's like um it's either a make it or break it yeah if you don't respect my boundaries then that's going to be a main issue for robert and i i didn't know what boundaries were until we got into recovery mm -hmm. and when we got Same. into recovery we were already married mm. and coming from another abuse relationship because yeah. i am a, an abuse survivor it was hard for me to get my voice. Yep. I could not use my voice because I was afraid of, you know, Robert getting mad at me or whatever it may be. And um, that's one of the things that I had to learn is being okay on saying no, being okay of raising, not raising my voice, but speaking up for myself. And being okay to respect my own boundaries mm -hmm. in the sake of my safety. Yes. And I feel like when it comes to boundaries, it's it's a tricky one because people will still continue to try and push your boundaries as much as they possibly can. But then you as a person need to continue to be strict with your boundaries and it's kind of hard for people who are codependent. Girl, I was literally about to say codependency because I grew up very, and I'm still dealing with it with, with my family, very codependent. Like, I was always afraid of like, oh, my mom's going to be mad if I don't do this. Or my dad's going to be mad if I don't do this. Because it was such high expectations growing up. Just mm -hmm. like, 
you know, like if I said, hey, my stomach's hurting, I don't really want to finish the rest of this food or whatever. And then like one of my family members, I won't say who, but they would be like, well, you need to finish it because it's rude. And then now I'm still dealing with that mindset mm -hmm. of like, I need to finish all my food. Like, you know, it's just like stuff like that. Like it, mm -hmm. like people don't think, oh, it's just, you know, whatever, like you're a kid. No, like that stuff. I mean, you work through it. Like, like when you're older, if you don't work through it when you're younger and getting help, like you're going to have to oh, deal yeah. with it later. And like, since we're about to be parents very soon, like mm -hmm. one of the main things. Congratulations. That, uh, one of the main things is that. Um, okay. So there was this one guy at CR who said that he was struggling with pornography. And that was one of the like the main thing that he was in celebrate recovery for and he mm -hmm. was doing the teaching mm -hmm. i remember him saying like you know his father was an alcoholic so he didn't struggle with alcoholism because mm -hmm. his family kept talking about you know alcohol is bad for you blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah 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 but they didn't talk about money and mm -hmm. they didn't talk about sex and then he ended up having like a porn addiction yeah and he ended up like messing up with his finances on top of that mm -hmm. and it's like that kind of stuck with me it's like you know thinking back what did my parents talk to me about and honestly they didn't talk about anything yeah and my parents did a good job like obviously like i'm good and i'm healthy and i'm living for jesus so it, they did they did yeah. a good job mm -hmm. but one thing is is like i want to be able to open up to my kids and be able to talk to them about yes. it because if you don't talk about it, you're never going to learn from it. You're mm -hmm. never going to have experience from it. And the same thing goes with food, too, because, like, it was, like, the same thing. Like, don't throw away your food. Like, yeah, that's like rude. rude. Or there's kids in Africa that are yeah. dying. Legit. There's so yeah. many things that comes to food that mm -hmm. if it's not talked about, then you could never recover from and it's the same thing over and over again if you have like if you don't talk to your kids they're not going to know and they're going to find yep, out for themselves. they're going to find out for themselves mm -hmm. and wouldn't you rather your kids hear it from you exactly. than from someone else especially mm -hmm. like like i feel like that's like kind of like they're stealing that moment away yeah of like intimacy like not intimate like obviously you know sexual yeah. but like you know just like really getting to like bond with your child and like just talking with them about the hard stuff because you can on that's why i love the landing so much is because mm -hmm. you guys talk about that yeah. all those kind of things and like make it like a normal thing and yeah. not a weird thing to talk and about. and like off topic a little bit it's so funny that you said that because i sometimes do the parent orientation so i pretty mm -hmm. much just tell the parents and the kids this is what you're gonna expect have fun pretty yeah. much but one of the things is, is like this kid got caught smoking marijuana at school and now got sent to like an alternative school. Mm -hmm. And the dad was like upset, but not really upset because he felt like he couldn't do anything about it because he himself used to smoke a lot of a oh. lot of weed. And he was like, I don't have a say so in this because I did it, too. And like I told him, I was like, you know, it feels like this is on my heart to tell you. In order for him to learn, you have to share your testimony. Yeah. That's the power of a testimony is that he is going to see, wow, that was my dad before. This is my dad now. Yeah. Like, I should learn something from this. And 
believe it or not, like kids look up to their parents, obviously. Mm -hmm. So like, and I told him, I was like, if you are vulnerable with your son and open up yourself to your son and talk to him about these certain situations, you may have a breakthrough in your family. Yep just by talking Mm -hmm. and like both of them both the son and the father cried their eyes out they had a beautiful moment they embraced they gave a hug it was just so powerful and i'm just so glad that god allowed me to be the vessel for them because i'm pretty sure they had a breakthrough Mm -hmm. like we prayed over them and honestly this kid was so impacted by the holy spirit he was you know going through it and i he was like shaking hyperventilating and it wasn't like he was having a panic attack he was embracing the holy spirit and it was overwhelming for him and he didn't know how to handle it and like i was talking to him are you okay like do you need anything he was like i've never felt like this before i'm like you're experiencing the holy spirit and he gave his life to god at the landing come on jesus that's amazing and like that just proves you know back to the topic if you discuss this not even your kids if you discuss this to your partner Mm -hmm. and like you work on communication just imagine the breakthrough that you're gonna have yeah in your marriage Uh everything will be better Mm -hmm. and honestly back to me and robert we ended up getting better in our relationship when we started communicating better and i feel like that's like the main thing when it comes to to a marriage like a good healthy marriage Mm -hmm. my mom always tells me have a good conversation and always laugh so. yeah mm-hmm. that oh that's good stuff Ooh, this one's a good question what role should prayer and seeking god's guidance play in the dating process oh well you know what's crazy is i i I'll, I'll talk about this one situation that i had um it kind of ties in with like the the um the one about upward Mm-hmm. but i can like mention something else about upward but yeah so with this situation i was like talking to this guy from upward and i remember telling you about this guy mm-hmm. said he was a worship leader mm-hmm. worship pastor at his church mm-hmm. and i was like shocked whenever he was like trying to get weird with me like saying like oh sex is okay outside of marriage and was just being completely like off and, like, before I even got on the conversation with him, like, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, I'm a licensed counselor. I have my own house. I have this and that. And that was all before I, like, I knew, like, I, like mm-hmm. I knew what he said. But, like, I was, like, just, I have, I know what the Lord gave me the gift of discernment, dude, because it has protected me of so many things. Legit. He was like, hey, do you want to meet tonight to go have coffee? And I was like, some like the Lord was telling me, no, don't go. And like, I was just, I didn't feel right about it. I was like, you know what? Can we just talk on the phone? I really feel like I should just talk to you on the phone uh, before meeting you. And he was like, that's fine. And I was like, yep, because I something, Some something's not right. right. And I ended up talking with him. And then he ended up like unloading a lot of stuff like that he was, you know, went through and all that stuff. And I was like, well, thank you for being vulnerable and sharing with me but mine one of my red flags is like when i talk to a man and he mentions oh my ex was crazy or oh she was like this hothead or she was this and that and it's 
all negative like each girl mm -hmm. that he brings up i'm just kind of like so you had no part in it whatsoever yeah. like it just it it throws me off because yeah. there's no way that every single person that you've been with is not your fault at yeah. all in the in the slightest obviously mm -hmm. if you've been abused it's not your fault yeah but if it's just like i mean he was just like oh yeah she was just annoying and she did this and that i'm just like what like it just and and so that was red flag number one and then red flag number two i was like thank you jesus for answering my prayer because that's when that came up i was like hey I, like let's talk about deal breakers because i'm just I, i'm 30 okay mm -hmm. i ain't got no time to to waste here like i don't want to waste my time on someone that's not on the same page yeah and i'm not saying i'm trying to like you know, make it go fast, like the dating process. I'm mm -mm. down to be friends and like, you know, you know, all that kind of stuff. Take it slow. But I need to know that we're on the same page. Equally so I, yoked. Yeah, equally yoked. That goes right back mm -hmm. to it. The fruits of the spirit, everything. And I was like, my deal breaker is that I'm waiting to have sex when I get married. I was like, obviously, I'm not a virgin. I'm going to let you know that right now. If that bugs you, you can, you can leave because, like, that's part of my testimony. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I was like, you know... I'm waiting, and that's a, I, I, I told him that, and then I told my elder deal breaker was, like, I can't be with a man alone, like, in my home or just, you know, mm -hmm. that's not in public. Yeah. And that was, like, immediately, it was, like, he was, like, oh. And I was, like, oh, what? <laughs> I was, like, hold up, hold up. Are I was, you, like, you said. You worship leader? Worship leader, uh, uh, Christian counselor. Hold on. I'm, like, the math ain't mathing, honey. Like, it just, I was, like, one plus one. It was, like, one plus one equals eight. Like, it was just not <laughs> mathing, you guys. And I was, like, excuse me, what? What, sir? What, what, huh? What did you say? I was, like, that's it right there. The Lord told me that's it right there. And then he was just, like, oh, so you're probably not interested. I was, like, nope, nope. It was really nice to meet you, but, um, yeah, not going to be interested <laughs> in taking this relationship further. He was like, so we're not going to talk anymore at all. And I was like, I mean, I'm down to like, you know, it's like, like if I see you somewhere, I'm like, Hey, what's up? I'm like, okay, I'm just going to let y'all know right now. I'm not looking for any more friends. Okay. <laughs> I got a lot of friends. I got a lot. I, I have some guy friends. I, I, you know, I have a lot of sisters in Christ. You know, I'll be nice, be your acquaintance or whatever. But I'm getting to the point where I'm like, okay, where's my husband at? Yeah. Because I'm just going to keep wasting time. Like, if, if I'm attracted to you and you're attracted to me and you love the Lord, but you don't want to be with me. And it's like, like, I just, I don't want that. I don't want any confusion. I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just mm -hmm. tired of it. And maybe I'll think back and be like, oh, it's, you know, that was so stupid to say. But it's just, you no. know, like, I know what I want now. And it's like, how many more guy friends do yeah. I need? You know? And honestly, like, and it's not like you're going to go back and regret it. It's just that God is preparing the perfect man for you. And mm -hmm. I'm using the word perfect very loosely. Yeah. Nobody is perfect. Of course not. But, you know, what you desire is what God has desired. Mm -hmm. Like, God desires whatever is in your heart. So he knows he's placing this desire in you because he already knows the man that he's going to have for you. Mm-hmm. So I received that in, in Jesus name. In Jesus I'm, name. I'm, I, I'm here like, uh, going to be live broadcasting your wedding and everything. Being like, we <laughs> go back to this podcast <laughs> and come back married and be like, Oh, I just, Oh yeah. Um, it's crazy. So how do you handle differences in beliefs and values with someone you are dating? 
So we're already dating. Like, like there's no. You're already dating. So differences in values. And... First thing is like how long have y'all been together? I feel mm. like that's like a main issue. If you were together for like two months, maybe three. Yeah. And you cannot come to an agreement. Maybe it's not the person for you. No, definitely not. If you've been with this person for a year and you are planning to get married, like you're not Mm -hmm. engaged, but you're engaged to be engaged. I think that's the thing still. Oh, yeah. You're engaged to be engaged. Maybe seek like like premarital. Yeah, premarital for sure. I know there's like merge. I think that's international. Yeah, or that's national. And re-engage is with married people. Oh, with married Okay. But merge is two people who On are about to get married. Okay. But seek, seek, seek advice. Yeah. Seek Go to your wise counsel. And I'm. this is one thing I'm going to say. I am not. I'm, I'm getting all animated over here. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to be with a man who doesn't have his own accountability team. Ooh. I can't do that. That's a good one. Because it's like I dated a guy like that. I was the one that had all my sisters in Christ accountable to. And I straight up told him, hey, I messed up. Mm-hmm. He had his parents and that was it. He had no friends to like keep him in check, keep him in line. Him and his mom were super codependent. It was the guy that I almost married. And then I uh, thank God I didn't. But it's mm-hmm. like that's a whole other story to talk about. <laughs> um, but pretty much. Yeah. Like that just was like that's a deal breaker for me. Like if you don't. If you don't have someone that could be like, hey, I see something that's going on and you need to be redirected because it's like you could be blinded. Like you could have oh, the yeah. rose colored glasses on and think, oh, I don't know. you know, I'm doing it right. Mm-hmm. And you're not like you need to have those kind of people in your life. Oh, definitely. And like, I love how you said that. Everybody should have accountability team. And honestly i agree like you need to have your accountability team and you need to have them who are christians as well. yeah Someone, not not mm-hmm. joe schmo like yeah. christian um okay now we're getting into the courting oh ooh, okay all right so what do okay why do some christians get engaged within three months of dating is that normal or is that just weird this was a sticker question, by the way. It was a sticker question. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what's crazy is I've had friends that would got married that fast before. Mm-hmm. Some of them didn't last, but some of them did last. Yeah. But I feel like it's one of those things where it's kind of, I don't think it's weird if everything just keeps lining up. If you're doing like, you know, you guys are being completely transparent with each other um like going you know having people inviting people into your relationship Mm -hmm. but for me personally i would not uh, date someone for three months and then marry them because i look at that as such a lifetime commitment i'm the type i'm like once i'm married like you're stuck with me unless you cheat on me or you try to hurt me and like physically like any kind of way like Mm -hmm. obviously you know the bible says like you know leave them yeah but it's like I'm the type, like, once I'm married, I'm done. Like, if you're mad at me, like, you can go sleep in the living room. Like, I, <laughs> like I'm that type. Like, I, that's why I'm, like, I'm very careful of who I allow into my yeah. space. But as far as, like, the courting thing, if that's, if that's your deal, like, 
do it you know Mm -hmm. but i for me as someone who's like like never been married before like never like i mean i was engaged but like it was a real close and then thank god like he ended that because Mm -hmm. that was just it could have been really bad that whole situation oh yeah Mm mm-hmm Okay, another sticker question. It's kind of a long one. Um, So she starts it off saying, my question was too long for the sticker, LOL. But my parents met and were married and pregnant all within 30 days. Oh, wow. He told her he would rather get married right away because he felt lust for her. Five years later, he became extremely abusive. This seems to be the common issue of marrying for sex at the most basic level what are your thoughts on this that's good actually um and you know what i see a lot of that happening especially working in like the school system because i'm a special education Mm -hmm. teacher assistant um so i like see a lot of these cases all the time where like moms and dads are coming in and like like the kid would be like oh like she just met him like last week or something and she's pregnant like i see all this kind yeah all these kinds of stuff you know happening and it's like first off i think well how are the kids taking it like how are they dealing with that because it's like it's a there it's a stranger to them if they don't know them Mm -hmm. but it's like for me if that were to happen for me in my opinion like let's say um i met a guy we like hooked up or whatever i became pregnant and then he was like, we should get married. I'm going to say no. Yeah. And the reason why is because I would rather be a single mother trying to, like, you know, be with my child and, like, try to, like, see how that man is with, you know, the kid outside of marriage. Like, yeah. I'm not going to have him live with me, mm-hmm. but it's going to be one of those things where you're going to go to your dad's house for the weekend and you'll come to me, even though that will be heartbreaking for the kid because then it's like a broken home type yeah. of situation. But I'm not going to put myself... I feel like that's kind of like... How do I say this? I hope it doesn't sound mean by saying this, but I feel like it would be digging the hole even deeper because it, it is inviting more stuff that could be harmful to happen, like, yeah. especially with that situation. And whoever this was, I feel so bad because it's like, you know, she had no control over what happened, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially, like, her mom. But her mom thought that she was doing the right thing, but it sounds like her mom was manipulated into thinking yeah. that she should be getting married to this mm-hmm. man when it's like, if she just met this man, like, they only knew each other for, like, a month or whatever, it's like, that's not fair to her because I feel like that type of person... Like, I feel like a lot of men who are, like, very manipulative, like, they are really good at spotting women who have been abused or any kind of, like, they don't know how to stick up for themselves. They don't have any boundaries. They don't, Mm -hmm. they're very codependent. Like, like, it's just very easy for men to prey on women like that. So it's kind of like, that's, that's what I would say. But with her situation, since it already happened, um, you know, that's really cool that she's listening to the podcast and like giving you questions to answer like this, because I feel like it's important for other people to hear, especially other people that are in this type of situation that are like, well, what if I want to get rid of my baby or what if I want to give up my baby or Mm -hmm. whatever? Like, you know, like not everybody is practicing abstinence and like that, you know, if I can encourage everybody, I, you know, I used to want to be politically correct. 
I used to want to fit in and I used to want to be like, oh, whatever's your vibe or like whatever. Your I'm going to do my own thing. Choice. But if you can prevent something from happening, obviously, if you've been like sexually abused and like yeah. it just happened, that's a whole different situation. Whole different. But if you went into if you invited yourself into that situation where you're like, I'm going to go to this guy's house and quote unquote, watch a movie and like cuddle Netflix and chill, you already you already know that it's not a good situation. Yeah. So it's like you're already, number one, you're already opening yourself into a bad situation. And then number two, once it happens, you're going to be upset with yourself. Like, why did I do that? And it's like I'm on these, like, forums with other women talking about stuff like this, and they're like, man, I don't know why I did that. And I'm like, yeah, you do. You know why you went over there. You know what you were getting into. You're not stupid. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like, like, like a lot of women, like, and it's so bad. And maybe I'll get some crud for this, but it's like, there's a difference between being abused and obviously like no means no. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, if you did, if you did go over there and you planned to just hang out and he takes advantage, that's not your fault. Yeah. But it's like, at the same time, it's like, don't put yourself in that situation mm -hmm. for it to happen as well. Yeah, exactly. And I, I see where you're coming from. And it's not it's not mean and it's not rude. Because at the end of the day, like you do have free will. Yeah. That's the beauty of God. He gives us free will. And you have the right to do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And if you want to go over to that boo's house yeah. alone, thinking that you're just gonna watch a movie, I'm sorry, but like no. it it like they say in the Bible, like Jesus says in the Bible, like flee yeah, from sexual flee. sin. Mm -hmm. And like don't invite yourself in. Like sexual sin is one of the most powerful sins that you could be in. And I'm not saying like it's the most unforgivable sin, but of like the not. spirit of like the Jezebel spirit is so strong mm -hmm. because of the the temptation from it. The reason why like sexual sin is sexual sin and why it's so normalized yep. is because it feels good. Yep. Because people think like what feels good, do it. Like that's what the satanic church practices. Mm -hmm. And I said that last week in my podcast, whatever feels good, do it. That's what they preach. That's what they go by. And if that means that they're going to go have sex with a bunch of people, they're going to go ahead and have sex with a bunch of people. Yep. And it's like, you have the right to, stop what you're doing yep take a pause and not go over of yep. course like and like i'm gonna go into like my story because mm -hmm. i was raped at a party and my instant thought was oh i shouldn't have been at the party i shouldn't have mm -hmm. done that i shouldn't have accepted those the the shots or the like yeah the, the weed or whatever i should have never done that but at the end of the day i didn't i wasn't no capacity to consent to sex yeah and that's not your fault and it's not all. my fault exactly so there's where that line comes in and that's where it separates because mm -hmm. like yeah like i probably shouldn't have been at the party but i went anyways yeah and i went to the party at a friend's house thinking everything was going to be okay but i was taking advantage at that party mm -hmm. and that's the difference like if you're being taken advantage to and the same thing with this um woman in this thing like she was manipulated yeah, into getting married so she could have sex with him that's the same thing as abuse that's mental it is abuse. abuse yeah yeah so like it's not 
the mom's fault At that all. she was doing that. It's, it was, it's yeah. the man's fault. It's the man's fault. Exactly. And like women could do that too. Like women yeah, manipulate men. Of course. So I'm not being like gender biased or whatever. Maybe yeah. Trying to no, be politically men, I mean, correct. women can do it. But definitely. Exactly. I've seen cases like that. Mm-hmm. But whew, that was a good one, huh? Um, <laughs> okay. Sicker question. Oh, another sticker. I have two more sicker questions, but I want to hear your your thoughts on this one for oh lord thoughts on dating sites <laughs> all right y'all i've i've been Buckle completely up. transparent on this podcast and i'm i'm gonna continue to be transparent and just unapologetically myself you know as you should um but you know i don't like dating sites mm. and the reason why i don't like it is because right away it's based on what you look like swipe right swipe Mm -hmm. left Mm -hmm. and it's like even the christian ones Mm -hmm. and i know i know we're supposed to be attracted to them obviously but it's just very like what you see is like like people half the time don't even read the bio yeah and it's like i i straight up said on one of my bios i was like no one's gonna care to read this and like legit like maybe one guy commented about it but everything else that I put on my bio, like, I love Jesus, I'm serving on the worship team, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a school teacher, blah, 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 like, just nothing, crickets. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, like, throws me off, because it doesn't matter, upward, I've tried every dating site you can imagine. Obviously, before... There's 6,000 dating sites, by the way. There's what? 6,000 dating sites. 6,000? 6,000. I just did a research paper on dating sites girl and then there's people on the comments and see i would get my hopes up because i would be like hey um you know people would like you know how they rate it five stars or four stars like on the app like if the success or whatever like i didn't I, even rate on tinder and that's because that was a success story <laughs> see and this is like where i'm like oh because i thought i would be one of those success stories but every guy that i've met on a dating site has gone horrible mm. and like it just it's not for me yeah and for everybody else that you know you have like we talked about free Mm -hmm. will to decide what you would but for me it just seems very superficial with the fact of like right away it's like what you look like and they half the time that the guys are not even reading like what you're saying about yourself and then (coughs) excuse me and then it's like when you have a conversation or you match they don't even message you yeah and it's like what the heck like for me like, I would have, like, 200 or 300 likes on Upward. But, I like, I already have an issue with it because you can't even see it unless you pay for it. Oh so, it's, like, you're a Christian dating site. But, yeah, you you're money. charging. Yeah, you're, you want money. And I get you got to make that dollar. <laughs> like, I totally get it. But it's, like, you're robbing people from finding, like, their person, like, by just mm-hmm. making them pay and taking advantage of them by trying to make them pay to see who likes them. Like, I just don't like that, you know? Um robert and i met on tinder back in 2017 your bc days my bc day before christ yes definitely before christ and i completely agree with you like yes you your first instant connection with someone i'm using the word connection very loosely Mm -hmm. is through their appearance on their profile picture and um no one does read the bios no one and i know this for a fact because i mean everybody knows 
that Tinder is the number one hookup app. Yeah, definitely. Number one. And one and like I put on my um my bio, like not looking for a hookup on the very end of my bio. Wow. Not looking for a hookup. And I got a lot of people who were like down to screw. Yeah. Like they would message me. They like they would ask me that. And I just responded like read the bio immediately blocked. Yeah. Like no one reads the bio. And um I'm surprised I met Robert. Yeah. I'm surprised. That's a god thing, dude. And that's because like like um I was like, you know what? I'm done with with these dating sites. I'm gonna delete it. And then mm-hmm. Robert messaged me immediately as I was about to delete it. Dude. So I was like, okay, cool. Like <laughs> we'll do it. And, I mean, we ended up getting married, so cool. But um I do agree with you. It is a challenge because everybody majority not everybody majority of people mm-hmm. on the dating sites are always going to be looking for a hookup yep you will hardly see someone who's actually interested in an actual relationship mm-hmm. and it's hardly it's even more hardly common that someone is going to be a christian and yeah. when I'm saying as a Christian, I mean producing the fruit of the spirit. I yeah. promise you, like zero point zero 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 one percent of those people on there are Christians. Like exactly. True Christians. And um, you know, I just did <laughs> I just did a whole um research paper for school mm-hmm. on you know dating sites and I had to create like a dummy profile. I loved it when you said that one. I was at first, I was like, huh? I was like, what? And Robert, does he know? Yeah, no. I told him, I was like telling Robert, I was like, hey, just letting you know, I'm going to have to make a Tinder. He was like, what? And I was like, and a Bumble and a Hinge. He was like, can you explain why? I'm like, it's for research purposes. Like, my first name is going to be Calm. My last name is going to be Theory. And I'm going to have a white picture, like just a plain white picture. And that's what I did. He was cool about it. He didn't care. He was chilling like a villain. He was cool. But um, going through the whole process of creating these. So the whole point of the the research paper was to see if you are able to get your ideal match by a certain theory that we use in communication. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, Hinge would probably be be one of the best ones from my research of not from me personally speaking but from research purposes hinge is so um it netpicks every little thing that you want that's true and you get to choose every little thing that you want and of course like i think with hinge like you still have to pick through the photos like yeah you still do but it's like it's more like they have a lot more um, which is funny because I that's where I met that worship leader guy on. <laughs> but um, it's literally like a picture, but then it's like where they can record their voice answering a question. Yeah. And then it's like a picture and then it's like them like listing, answering, just answering questions. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't completely all pictures, but a lot of the guys on there have the stereotypical like I'm holding a, a fish in my hand at the lake, yeah. like a course light or whatever. And they just said um new to this site or they were like yeah, i'm they here being genuine yeah and i'm just mm-hmm. like and I, if i don't see anything like hey i'm in ministry or hey like 
the Lord is my rock and salvation. Like, if I don't see anything like that, I'm swiping left. Yeah. And legit, that did not help me either, though, because they would say, oh, well, Jesus is important to me and he's got to be important to you. So I swiped right on like people like that. But then like when it came time for them to talk to me, they were they either like very short hmm. or like they didn't respond at all or they didn't even message me. And I'm just like, aren't the men supposed to pursue me? Like, why do I have to go out of my way to like say hi? And I know that guys like that, like mm -hmm. when women, you know, take initiative. But I'm just like, when I say I'm old school, like, I'm serious. Like, I want the man to come up to me. I want him to be like, hey, I think you're beautiful. Like, you know, um, like at church, like something, you know, mm -hmm. but it's like it, it turns me off when I have to do it. And maybe that's yeah. a red flag for me. But like, I just I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know? And I mean, like, that's your preference. Um, dating sites. I also know another couple there in my community group. Mm -hmm. um, sh they met on Plenty of Fish. Oh, yeah. And mm -hmm. um, our group chat is going off it's right now. It's going and lit. <laughs> it's our fit group chat. It's dinner time. It's going off. Yep. Um, but um, they met on Plenty of Fish. And, you know, they were, like, straight up, like, I feel like you have to be. If you're going to be on a social media app, you have to be straight up with a person that you just met, that you just swiped with. Because in order for them mm -hmm. to know what you want in your um, relationship, mm -hmm. they have to meet your standards. And it's a lot different when it comes to meeting someone, you know, like at church. Because, I mean, we go to a big giga church, mm -hmm. bigger than mega church. We go to the giga church. Yeah, it's but huge. But the more you're involved with the church, the more you know people. Yep. And, you know, if someone comes up to you at church. I promise you in like two minutes, I will find someone who knows that person yeah. and we're able to get like a little background like, oh, this person does this, blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. When it comes to like online dating, you don't know this person. This person is a complete stranger. Yep. You have to do your research. So very important. My thoughts on dating is it works if you work it. And you're worth, <laughs> and it. You're worth it. That's what we say. <laughs> celebrate recovery. But no, it works if you work it. Like if you really work at you know being okay with being rejected yep you, if you're okay with that and you're determined to find someone you probably will find someone yeah on the dating site it might take you a few years yeah but you could find someone but i mean at the end of the day if you are going to meet someone that is going to be your future partner. Mm -hmm. The Lord is going to put them in a place when it's his perfect timing. Yep. And uh, like for me, it was on Tinder. Like God put Robert at the exact same place where mm -hmm. I knew that I was going to meet him. And honestly, I probably would have never met him if it wasn't for Tinder. Wow. And and it's funny because he grew up 30 minutes away from me. I don't know. Long story. but <laughs> I um, love it. But like I would have never met him if it wasn't for Tinder. And one thing about you, Celeste, is, like, I remember you telling me, like, uh, probably last year, you're like, I don't think my husband's going to be on the social media site. Yep. I think I'm going to meet my husband at church. Yep. And I believe that for you because I don't think your husband's on the dating site. Nope. And that's just me speaking to you as a friend. Dude, I don't think it is either. I don't think I, he's I, on there. I keep, hear, like, I keep hearing the Lord saying he's not on the dating site, Celeste. Mm -hmm. He's at church. And I was like, okay, where is he at? Like, I'm waiting, and, like, I just keep 
getting like this like vision and I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's the Lord. I'm still trying to decide. I, I really don't know. But I keep getting this vision of like him, him being like some kind of pastor or trying to be a pastor or like a worship leader. Like that's like the, I know a single worship leader, by the way. Oh my gosh. I can't. I volunteered a couple of times with me. What? Oh, 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 I'll, uh, clear that for later. <laughs> oh my gosh. But seriously, I don't, I don't know him, know him. Yeah. But I know him. But it's like, I keep getting that vision mm-hmm. over and over, like for years. Prophetic dude. dreams are real. Like, and I'm just like, am I crazy? Like, because yeah. it just keeps coming up and, and like every time I download the app, cause like, honestly, you guys, like, I want to say this, like, it's, it's hard because you get lonely and I live by myself with my dog. Like I don't have anybody to talk to. Like, yeah, I can call someone on the phone, but it's like, it's God truly like, like builds your character and like shapes you mm-hmm. when you live on your own because I it's just that. you and your thoughts and you're with God. Like that is literally Amen. it. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with that. And it's not like I regret marrying Robert. Like obviously yeah. not. I love my husband. He's too. amazing. He is dude. amazing. But one thing I wish I could have done is live on my own Mm -hmm. because that probably would have saved a little bit of turmoil when we were getting married. Oh, like when we were dating, like we Mm -hmm. had like I had a lot of issues, obviously, like I come from like sexual abuse, mental abuse, like all of the abuses. And then on top of that, like I was going through like mental health. So mm-hmm. I had like a lot of issues that I had to go through. Yeah. And then I had to go through that with him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, at the end of the day, it worked out for, you know, the best that it, it could possibly be. But I always encourage people like who are single and are still living with their parents or living with a roommate. If you are financially able to afford to live on your own, mm-hmm. do it. Like yep. do it before you're married be able to live on your own and rely on yourself and like the cool thing is is like one of the the episodes i did was like this season of singleness and i loved that one the point of being like god doesn't want you to live your life alone like that i mean unless he is calling you to live single like not get married (laughs) like not get married and not have kids there's a lot of people who are called to do that like paul yes like that is a different calling but at the same time, he doesn't want you to be alone. He wants you to be in community. He wants you to build uh, relationships with the people at your mm-hmm. church. He, we are not meant to live life on our own. If that was the case, God would have never created Eve. Right. And that's what I'm saying. And I feel like if you really true have like the gift, because it is a gift of like singleness. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Lord will make you content yes. and not because obviously the Lord grants the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. So if your desire is to be married and be with someone, I truly feel like yeah. the Lord's going to honor that. Yeah, exactly. And you know, my husband, he has a coworker who is in his upper forties, <laughs> never been married, mm-hmm. never had kids. He is completely content. There is a mm-hmm. lot of times where he's like, oh, man, like, I could have kids. I could have this, blah, 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 blah. And then the Lord's reminding him, yeah, but that's not what I called you to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's perfect. Like, God has a calling for each and everybody mm-hmm. alive. And the only way that you're able to fulfill the calling is if you come to Christ. But being in a season of singleness, by the way, like, you are allowing yourself to only rely on the lord yep 
that's literally and, it is, all it is yeah and like with me and robert we have to rely on each other mm-hmm. a lot of the times mm-hmm. and in the beginning of our relationship we were we moved in together we were living together and we were relying on each other yeah and that was the only thing that we were relying on was each other and the thing is is that if you rely on another human they will disappoint you because they are human they are not perfect but if you rely yourself on the lord he will never fail you and that was like one of the things that robert and i had to go through when we first gave our life to god he completely gave separated us from all of our previous friends Mm. and it was just me and robert yep in this huge city we were by ourselves and we had to learn how to rely on the Lord before relying yeah. on each other. And once we did that is whenever we started going to CR and Ooh. we met all the like all of y'all people. And honestly, like you are an answer prayer, by the way, because Aww. God, like I was praying because I've always had trust issues when it came to other women. But I was like, please bless me with other women that I could be friends with. And he did. He blessed me with you. He blessed me with chill he blessed me Mm -hmm. with everybody else that celebrate recovery some of the girls in my community group like god Mm -hmm. has blessed that tenfold and real robert too robert too robert has a lot of friends too so i agree with that if you are able to be alone in a home Mm -hmm. do it yep rely on the lord rely on just being able to figure out what you want in your life because now like you like you're living alone hallelujah thank god it's been a journey it's been that's a whole other podcast in itself but um (laughs) you know you're able to rely on the lord you're able to figure yourself out you're able to find out what your boundaries are you're able to do everything that the lord wants you to because now you're preparing yourself for your husband and that wouldn't be possible by yourself that straight up facts fire facts fire emojis (laughs) emojis. um okay um how can a christian couple honor god in their physical and emotional intimacy while dating i have i saw this question and i was like i'm going to the bible Mm -hmm. and i have some amen let me find it do you want to answer that question before i find um how can they honor god while dating or while married uh while dating dating um you know if i had to pick my dream scenario because i i truly haven't had it i was always like when i became a born-again christian like like where i made him lord of my life and i dated a couple of guys after that it was always me that wanted to get together to do a bible study it was always me trying to get them to go to church and even though they were christian like like they just would not get hyped yeah. about it. Like mm-hmm. they just did not have the fire. And like that's okay if you're just not. Pause. If he go, if y'all go there dating and y'all go to church together and he is not worshiping the Lord, run. By the way, dude. I, okay, I'm 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 gonna say something right now. <laughs> it really like I understand everybody worships the Lord differently. I mm-hmm. totally get it. Like some people just they need to be quiet. But the man that I want and desire, I want him to be up there in the front with me because i go up there by myself i see you like i i I don't care like i will go up there and like worship the lord and just like i don't care who's staring at me like (sighs) i i want i want him to be alongside with me and like sing with me and like praise the lord with me like i'm a worship leader like that's just like Mm -hmm. what i do like music is like everything to me 
But it's like, you know what? If he's just a little bit more reserved and he's shy, like, it's it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, who am I to judge? Because then it, it would be like, I, I'd be all kind of annoyed if, if someone was judging me for going <laughs> up there by myself because that's just the way I worship. But um, to go back to the question, honestly, to to really... Like, honestly, like, put God in the middle of your relationship. I know that sounds so generic, but it really is true. Like, go go and pray with them. Pray away. Like, just take that time for yourself. Yeah. But it's, like, a relationship that's built on prayer and, like, God as the foundation. And mm-hmm. just really, like, you know, having that account, that strong accountability team. Like, having, you know people that want you to succeed like especially if you're married like I, I of course i'm not married but you need to have people like if you are married and you're listening to this podcast you don't want to have people around you saying to break up or to divorce because that yeah. is god's covenant like yeah. like you can't just be like okay just break up with them because you're married yeah. like it's different but it's like obviously if you're dating it is wise to have people around mm-hmm. you to like see like hey this is like not good kind of a red flag like and obviously if you can't see it for yourself somebody's got to like go in and be like hey no but ultimately for this question prayer get in the word about it yeah have bible dates but also have fun also laugh also go out like don't be like stuck inside the house like go out and do something like Mm -hmm. go see a movie together even if you don't want to have to pay for anything like go to the park go for a walk go something because that quality time like the honestly i'm reading the five love languages it's really important for people to know each other's love language oh yeah because let's say like mine is words of affirmation and i've dated a guy who doesn't have words of affirmation Mm -hmm. as his love language he like the last guy i was with his uh love language was you know physical touch or whatever and like yeah I, i i like hugs and all that stuff but it's like I want him to be like, hey, I love you. Hey, you're beautiful. Hey, this and that. And mm-hmm. he, when he didn't do that, like, I would get angry. And it's like, even if that's not his love language, like, he should honor my love language and I should honor his love language. Yes. Obviously, Absolutely. with the boundaries of your dating, because Absolutely. you can't, the physical touch, you can only go so far. I mean, but you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So that's no, what I would the, say. With the love languages, yeah, Robert is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. mine is acts of services mm, that's good that's so, number two for me like i think you saw it because i think you commented literal goals on the it post. literally is goals what he did you guys what i did I oh put, well, i'm sorry what you did but then he well, posted it but it was i mean what he he always posts about me he's obsessed with i me. see i love that <laughs> i want a guy that like posts about me because yeah. my last one that i was literally engaged to he never posted about me red flag it was red flag like how your testimony <laughs> literally red flag he only had me as in a relationship on facebook but he never once said like my girlfriend this or me and my girlfriend went here nothing yeah i am all over robert's facebook like if you look at him on facebook it's literally nothing but me <laughs> i love it yeah. i love the love that he has for you i like, know i love it too but like one of the like i know he's words of affirmation so like i saw that he left his I love it, by the way. Every time he leaves his Bible out, I love it. Mm -hmm. But he left his Bible out along with his Bible journal. And I like complete like I don't read it. That's his his business. That's his situation with the Lord. Like we both respect our boundaries by not reading like our personal journals. I love that. But um, 
I just completely like switched it to a different page and I just go like, I love you, babe. Like, because, you know, like, I know that's his love language. For me, acts of services, I have never washed a dish in like years. Come on. I know. So that is good. Take notes. (laughs) The other day, like, he like got up and cleaned the whole entire house and I was just like, I am so loved. Oh my God. But back to what I, I found the scripture. Yes, bring it, girl. So, um, I'm gonna read First Corinthians, um, chapter six, verse twelve. Which, by the way, perfect book. First, yeah, First Corinthians is so good, and it does really go in depth on like the real meaning of love and mm-hmm. marriage, and you know, sexual morality. And that's what I'm gonna get into: is sexual morality. And I have another scripture um, about marriage, which is First Corinthians. Verse- Ooh, and don't forget Song of Solomon. Yes. Oh, Songs of Solomon, too. That one. Um, but yeah, 1 Corinthians 7 will be the next one. But 1 Corinthians 6, verse 12 through 20. I have the right to do anything you say, but not everything is beneficial. Mm. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. Ooh. You say food is for the stomach and the stomach is for food and God will destroy them both. However, the body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. But by his power, God raised the Lord from the dead and he will raise us also. Do you not know that your bodies are member of Christ himself? Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with a prostitute? Never. Do you not know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in her body? For it is said, the two will become one flesh. And whoever is united with the Lord is one in him in spirit. Flee from sexual mm. immorality. Ooh, yep. All other sins a person commits are outside the body. But whoever sexually sins, sins against their own body. Ooh. Do you not know that your body are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received in God? Not by your own, but were brought at the same price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Oh, I mean, if we ended it right there, that's straight up. That goes with all the questions we talked about. Seriously. Everything that we covered. Mm-hmm. Every single little thing, especially mm-hmm. with the boundaries, especially with if you know you're going somewhere, you're not supposed to be going mm-hmm. like he like Paul, like he just like nailed lays, it, nailed it, <laughs> straight up nailed it like it's it's so true like like people joke about your body being a temple but it's so true like especially if you're a christian your body holds is a house for the holy spirit yep so and going back to like our very first podcast in season one Mm -hmm. episode three Mm -hmm. it's funny because you're season three episode three anyway oh my gosh what (laughs) that's so crazy um, season one episode three you were talking about soul ties and how whenever you have sex outside the marriage well even in marriage you're connected to them spiritually yeah that your souls are connected because i mean it says right here paul says right here our bodies too will become one flesh when whoever is united with the lord is one in him in spirit we are connected to the lord mm-hmm. when we are with the holy spirit and since we are connected with the holy spirit why are we going to open ourselves up to different portals with another person see that's what i'm saying this is what i try to tell people i'm like dude like i know this because i was doing that that mess like 
once you have sex with someone like this is why people they can't break up mm-hmm. take for instance you're in a toxic relationship this oh. girl goes on complains complains yeah. complains about this guy saying That's he's right. not faithful he's not good to me mm-hmm. he's not nice to my family blah blah yep. blah what's stopping you oh exactly what what did you do oh you had sex up uh, Bingo, that's it. Because you connected with them and something that was only supposed to be for marriage. And it's supposed to be unbreakable. So Mm -hmm. the fact that you're breaking that soul tie, that's why it hurts so much. And then also with Mary Magdalene, Mm. she was possessed with seven demons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And guess how those demons connected with her? Mm -hmm. Through sex. She was a prostitute. And like a lot, I see a lot of deliverance like videos. So powerful, by the way. But a lot of people get possessed by a demon through sex That's because it is crazy, because dude, it is what? a sin. Like it says right here, it is a sin against their own body. Like whoever's Bro. like all sins are from a person that a person commits are outside of the body. You know, like if you you lie outside of the body. But whenever it comes to sexual immorality, mm. that's something that's within you. Yeah. It's a sexual deed. Like, it's another person connecting their body with you. So it is very possible for demons to enter through sexual immorality. Yep. And, yeah. So there's another one that I'm going to read. It's on, on being married. It's First Corinthians 7, verse 1. So immediately right after... The scripture i said where it says therefore honor god with your bodies that's the mm-hmm. last verse of um the chapter immediately after it says now for those matter you wrote about is it good for a man not to have sexual relations with a woman because sexual immorality is occurring each man to have sexual relations with his own wife and each woman with her own husband mm-hmm. the husband should fulfill his marital duties with his wife likewise the wife to her husband the wife does not have authority over her body but yields to her own husband in Mm. the same way the husband does not have authority over his own body but yields it to his wife do not deprive each other except perhaps through mutual consent and for the time so that you may devote yourselves to prayer then come together again so that satan will not tempt you because of the lack of your self-control. Ooh. Like. There, there goes that prayer. I'm telling you. Mm. Active prayer life. Like. When it comes to. When it comes to this. You know. Like. We have a community group. Um, that is an all married. Young adults community group. I love group. that. Yes. When you get married you're going to enjoy it by the way. Mm. <laughs> but We have this community group and we read this book that's called um the meaning of marriage by um timothy keller Mm -hmm. beautiful book i highly recommend it to anyone who is about to get married or is married please read it it is very well written and it really does tell you the beauty of having a relationship in a marriage with jesus but one of the things is that kind of like a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, like red flag, like in the like in that scripture, it was saying that the wife doesn't own her body, but yeah, yields to her husband. Like, that's not cool. Like, she should have a say so. But it's the same thing to the husband. And the thing is, is like we are one in one flesh. Like you are supposed to do your marital duties 
you're supposed to be fruitful and multiply Mm. it is that is what sex is created for is to be fruitful and multiply with your your spouse you know and even like for me example like i am infertile yeah it doesn't mean i'm not gonna stop having sex with my husband because that is a gift from god to get pleasure from Mm -hmm. and that's why it feels good because god loves us so much that he wanted us to have fun he wanted us to feel good but he wanted us to do it with our husband yeah he wanted he wanted us to do it with our like like their wives like we are supposed to be doing this in the honor of god and honestly having sex as a marriage as a married couple as a man and wife is worshiping god because it is an act of worship because you are honoring the marriage and the covenant that you put with your man and Ooh, wife. That, yeah. And what was the question again? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So how can Christian couples honor God and their physical, emotional intimacy when dating? Here's the question that I believe through the scripture. In order for you to honor God, be abstinent. Yep. Stay away from sexual immorality. That's including... The BJ's, the hand yep. job. That's including the cuddling because it does lead to temptation. You're like, yeah, you could kiss, yeah, you could you could hold hands, you could hug, whatever it may be. But do not allow yourself to be vulnerable. Yeah. Because once you're vulnerable, is that being vulnerable is a gateway for the the devil to come yep. in. Yep. That is like his number one way to get into your your body your mind because you're so vulnerable and especially whenever it comes to sexual immorality paul said to himself flee from it yeah run away if this person is not going to respect your boundaries on staying abstinent yeah like waiting for marriage leave he is not the person for you Mm -hmm. she is not the person for you i promise you there is another person that is willing to wait for you and honestly if they really do love you and they see a future with you they'll wait exactly because the there's guys out there and girls like not gonna say just guys but like they will have the willpower and that relationship Mm -hmm. with the lord where they want to honor you and Mm -hmm. honor the lord like i don't i hate it i would hate it when guys i would date they would be like well if it makes you feel bad we don't have to no i want you to be convicted about this yes I want you to say, no, we're not going to do this. It mm-hmm. can't just be me. I'm not supposed to be the head of the household. You exactly. are. exactly Like that is like a turnoff to yes. me. And, they, and, and what makes it crazy is like they want the authority, right? Mm-hmm. Some of these men, they want the authority. They want to boss women around. They want to say, oh, do this, do that. But they don't want to take initiative. They don't want to be the first yeah. ones to say hi. They yeah. don't want to be the first ones to, um, mm-hmm. to do the things that they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like, But yet that they... You yeah. know what I mean? They can complain about that. Like, I just, mm-hmm. what? Like, I just don't. The math ain't mathin'. The again. math ain't mathin'. And, you know, to honor God, it physically is stay abstinent. Mm-hmm. Practice chastity. That is the number one way to honor God. And for emotionally, get connected with the Holy Spirit. Be vulnerable with the Holy Spirit. And don't be afraid to be vulnerable with the person that you're dating too yep um like how paul said like you know we are one in one flesh as like a couple but since you're dating you're still two flesh you need to make sure that you're still right with god you need Mm -hmm. to make sure that you are doing everything that god is calling you to do and he will align everything perfectly 
in order for you to be emotionally intimate while dating yeah don't be afraid to put god in the center of it because Mm -hmm. that's how you're able to fully experience the emotional intimacy with the person that you're dating you're able to go deep and vulnerable with each other because god's in the center of it and you don't have to worry about the devil coming in because you're already protected by the blood of jesus christ oh that is so good and to end off that question i just gotta say if you're quick with it and to be vulnerable with your clothes off but you can't be vulnerable with your clothes on you 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 gotta reevaluate some things because if if that's your model right now like you you need to go you need to go back to your prayer closet and you need to get with the lord and you need to be like hey this this ain't right but if you don't see anything's wrong with that then that's where your priorities lie Ooh. Ooh. that that is like the mm-hmm. perfect way like that's oh my gosh my mind is blown i completely <laughs> forgot heck yeah you have to see each other naked in order to do the dirty yeah if you're able to let a random guy see you naked and dirty yeah why can't you just let them see you naked and dirty emotionally exactly and a lot of men don't want to do that a lot of women don't want to do that because they've been burned but yet Mm -hmm. they're so quick to be like let's get naked let's have sex but i'm like it's the opposite for me i can tell you my whole life story Mm -hmm. but i am not comfortable being naked in front of someone just because of my past but it's Mm -hmm. like i just never understood that but it's like i just never understood how Mm -hmm. you cannot be vulnerable Mm -hmm. with your past or emotionally yeah I just don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And maybe, maybe I'll hear a podcast someday that'll explain it to me. Maybe a guy will come up to me and say, hey, I heard the podcast. This is why, you know, but until then, I don't know. (laughs) So my last question for you, I have a couple of questions, but I'm going to, I'm going to stick with this last one. Um, And this is from Robert. Oh, from Robert? Hi, Robert. He wanted to know this from you and one of the the backstory is is because he is getting um he is trying to actually recover from food from his food addiction Mm. and the main thing that he noticed is that he needed to find his why why am i doing this why am i trying to get better with my food addiction and that brought him closer to god so he wants to know why do you want to marry a christian man and how is it different from marrying someone who isn't a Christian? But why specifically for you? Mm. Like, why do you want a Christian man? Oh, I don't know why I started to get all emotional, Lord. Okay, <laughs> I, you know what? I, I got to take a moment to pause real quick. I have, it's very rare that I meet a man like Robert, like, seeing Teresa and robert and their relationship i know you guys have like gone through Mm -hmm. stuff i i i get it but like seeing someone like robert who is just like a friend who is not sexualizing me who is not making me feel bad about myself it is like restoring all of the stuff that i've been through Mm -hmm. so for him to care about me enough to Mm -hmm. ask me that question it just makes me want to cry like dude he like like i mean for those of y'all who don't know Robert, y'all should because if y'all listen to my podcast, y'all should know him by now. Yeah. But he is 
seriously a sweetheart and he's, he's probably so gonna cry nice. because we're talking about him like this Aww. like that's how big of a sweetheart he is but he has so much love for you as a Aww. sister in christ that he wants to see you succeed in everything that you do and honestly guys like it got to a point where like celeste and robert text us a lot too because like they're just that good of a friends and that just shows like the the emotional maturity mm-hmm. that robert and i have as a married couple that he's able to text one of my friends and me not being jealous over it because i promise you when we were first dating i would get pissed off every time Ooh. he would text a girl and he will tell you i was i have jealous to say about that too yes i purposely put us in a group chat with you in it i really do appreciate um, that because i learned that from my friend leah as well and mm-hmm. i just don't if you're married like mm-hmm. i i'm going to honor your wife or yes. your husband like whatever i am going to honor them by putting us in a group chat together because i don't want any yeah. kind of thing to mm-hmm. get out of hand whatever when he like even if he sends me something on facebook like a video or whatever yeah. i go straight back to the to the um mm-hmm. to the thing or i tell you hey we talked about this you know you can mm-hmm. look at my messages because i i really truly believe in honoring marriage and, and I, I hope I someone really does that, that with me yes you know definitely and i really appreciate that because like even though like there is that trust you still respect me as your friend to mm-hmm. do that and i love that anyways oh. so why do you want a christian man honestly i want a christian man because this is how i see it when jesus came into my life like he radically changed my life like shook me to my core i i face down like if you heard my like you can go back and hear some of my testimony on Teresa's um season one episode or was it was season one season one episode three um but i want i want someone who has that agape love Mm. like i want a man to know what love is Mm. if they don't know christ if they don't have a relationship with christ they don't know what love is they're not going to know how to love me they're not going to know how to love my my you know nooks and crannies of myself the parts that i don't like about myself like they're not going to know how to respect me they're Mm -hmm. not going to know how to treat me or treat my family like like i they're not going to know because it's like if they don't this is how i look at it you don't have to be perfect you don't have to be reading all these chapters of the bible every single day but you have to be in your word you have to be in at least in contact with the lord Mm -hmm. and having that relationship and it's like the bible literally has everything you need you guys every single question you have there's an answer for it and it's like i just feel like that is the book of it really is the book of life and Mm -hmm. it's like if this man is truly like not like trying to be like jesus and not trying to uh, at least you know trying his best obviously because it's not about works here but it's like that that right there is is literally why it's so important and it's like i'm i guess what you would call a deep thinker but it's like how can you just date someone superficially how can you marry someone superficially Mm -hmm. and not go deep how Mm -hmm. do you not think about okay well what happens when we die you know like that conversation's gonna come up how are you gonna handle it when i die how are you gonna take care of yourself or you know Mm -hmm. vice versa like 
like this is like temporary life is temporary so why are you gonna waste time with someone that doesn't understand that like that is so important to me like if you don't have a relationship with the with the being that created you like i don't want it like how do you not care about how you got here how do you Mm -hmm. not care about your purpose how do you not care like that is something i i don't understand like that Mm -hmm. right there if they don't have that if they don't have christ as their foundation that they go to for everything and they're just going to rely on me and be codependent on me Mm. it's not going to work out i have i've already been with the world i'm done with it i don't want it anymore yeah and if that means me being single forever or if that means me being single till i'm 70 so be it because i don't want I don't want that. I don't want Mm -hmm. what the world has to offer because that is temporary. And I would always wonder when I was a kid, like I would get presents and I would be so excited for it. But after 10 minutes, I'd be like, okay, what's next? I would Mm -hmm. get easily bored. And it's like with Christ, it's just like that unconditional love that just that love that you cannot Mm -hmm. recreate with anything this world has to offer. So the fact of the matter, it's like, I want a man who has those same beliefs as as me and ultimately just love God. And I look at it as a pyramid. God comes first, then your wife, then your kids, then your ministry and everything else. Because I mean, if, if it's not like that and if he's not having it like that, Mm -hmm. bye. Yep. So that definitely answers your question, Robert. And whoever else who was questioning. (laughs) Honestly, I love how you brought in the, like the pyramid, like, God is always going to be your number one, of mm-hmm. course. Second is your spouse. I don't care if you have kids. Yep. Your kids will leave your nest. Yep. But your covenant with your spouse is forever. Amen. And and mm-hmm. it's crazy because I see marriages nowadays, as soon as kids leave the nest, the parents don't know what to do. Yeah. And they freak out. And they're yeah. like, well, my husband's never home. What am I going to do now? And then they rely on the kids for emotional support. Yes. And the kids are trying to get married. The kids are trying yep. to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. And then the kids feel That's bad. And then they're like, well, what am I going to do now? And it's like, no. And and honestly, if you don't have a, um, a healthy, uh, obviously, everybody's going to have difficulties in their home. Absolutely. But it's like, if you don't have a solid marriage, mm-hmm. your kids will fall apart. Yes. So that's why it's important not to put your kids above your husband, because when you do, your husband's going to become resentful Mm -hmm. and then your marriage is going to fail and then the kids are going to be suffering. So it's like it's got to be in that order. Yep, absolutely. And the fact that you know that just proves that you are going to be an amazing wife one day. Oh, you're so sweet. And I know (laughs) that God has the perfect man for you and he's going to be amazing and he's going to love Jesus and he's gonna be best friends with robert because robert's Yay. really gonna do that <laughs> i would love that yes i'm like if you're out there if you're Teresa, out there, after the podcast tell me who that guy is right <laughs> yes i will but if y'all know if y'all have a brother who loves jesus whether it's biological brother or spiritual brother mm-hmm. who's single i have celeste tags in the description give her a dm <laughs> oh my gosh you, you need to love jesus though you yep. have to number one number one on fire always well celeste thank you for joining me Aww. it was it was a blast i enjoyed it well i definitely have to label this explicit oh my gosh <laughs> i know i was like i, I was like we, we can blurt it out whatever no i'll just label it explicit it'll be fine and i'll put a warning in the beginning so <laughs> 
if you heard the warning, which you probably did, if you heard this episode, this is where I decided that I was going to do a little warning. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, well that's all we got. Can yeah. I can I do something real quick? Yeah, definitely. Can I can I pray for the just the people out there that are, that are listening? Absolutely. Okay, I feel led to do that, and I feel led to pray first. I'm just gonna pray for the single people, the the the, the men, the women. Um, for those of you that don't know, um, I have a podcast called Heavy Worship Nation, yeah, yeah. where it's like me and my friend Chill, and like that's a whole other ministry in itself. But in our podcast, we end with prayer, and we usually end with the gospel. But this whole thing was full with gospel, so I'm just like, yeah. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I just I, I wanted to end with prayer because I really feel like the Lord is like bringing someone to my mind. I don't know who, someone out there who is listening to this, especially like uh, like a single woman, a single guy. You are out there. You don't know what's what's to come. You don't know if God is going to bring someone into your life. You're feeling lonely. You're feeling depressed. You're kind of like leading to your vices, like either like going back to that pint of ice cream and just like, I don't know what to do because you're trying to stray away from um, certain things that you're not supposed to be doing, like whatever, like just know that God has you and he's in the tomorrow. Mm. And I know that we tend to be like, oh, just anxiety filled beings and we like to know what's going to happen next mm -hmm. we like to know what's going to come in the future but honestly it, it's just mm -hmm. just take a moment and just be still and just stay in the present don't worry yeah. about tomorrow because we don't even know if tomorrow's going to happen tomorrow we don't uh, you know and the yesterday yesterday was the past and so we really just need to be optimistic as hard as it is in this crazy world we just have to be optimistic and trust that God has got us because he has gotten us through so many things before the ways that we didn't think that we were going to make it. He even got us through when we didn't even know who he was. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he is present in your life now and you have that relationship with him, just take that time and just pray to God and just really trust that he has you because, I mean, 365 times in the Bible, he's like, you know, he talks about anxiety, he talks about do not fear, like he is in the tomorrow. So please just trust that God has someone for you. Mm -hmm. And if you are not in a season where you don't want to date anyone, trust that he is with you in that season. And he is with you and letting you know that it's going to be okay. If you're going through a hard time, or if you're even having a great time in your life right now, just be in the moment, just be present. And as far as these adults who are just, who are married or newly married, just please just do me a favor. Just please keep Jesus at the center. Mm -hmm. Please keep Jesus as number one, as, as, as in the pyramid that we talked about, please just prioritize God first, then your spouse. And then mm -hmm. everything else comes after because truly that is how your marriage is going to thrive. And even though I am a single woman and I've never been married in my life, and I have no close to any idea what it's like, but just from reading so many things and going to church and like just reading the word and like being around all these married people, I'm really starting to see that when you don't have Christ as your firm foundation within your marriage, it's just not going to work out. Absolutely. And it's not going to work out if your wife has it more than you or you have it more than her. Like if, if she if she's slacking and if he's slacking, whatever, one of y'all are slacking, you need to hold each other up and you need mm -hmm. to remind your spouse that God is the one that has it all together. Amen. It's okay if they don't have it all together. It's okay if, you know, like you don't know what's going to come next. But honestly... For everybody who's listening to this, who feels alone, who feels just 
I don't know who, I feel like this is just for someone out there that God is in the tomorrow and that he's got you and that it's going to be okay. And even if you feel lonely right now, or even if you feel like your marriage isn't going right, go watch that movie War Room. I guarantee that it's going to change your life. Go into your prayer closet. Just have them on with the Lord. You don't even have to open the Bible. Put on some soaking worship on, put on some, just anything, just, or even just be in silence. Just have that time with him and just give all of your worries to him. Give all of your time to him and as, take as much time as you need, but take that time with the Lord and trust that he has you covered. So mm -hmm. in Jesus' name, I bless all of my brothers and sisters who are listening to this podcast. I hope you felt the Holy Spirit at any point. And please know that anything that we talked about in this podcast, it was just our own opinion. You, you can decide for yourself what mm -hmm. you want to take from it, what you don't want to take from it. Go back to God's word and, you know, just see what he is speaking to you. Um, you could take what you want and spit out the bones, like how they say. But mm -hmm. thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And thank you so much, Teresa, for having me on. I really appreciate you. I love when you're on because we get into it. So mm. if y'all like to hear Celeste again, go ahead and listen to her podcast with Chill. Chill was also on season one episode, episode three. three yep she, it was also her testimony so both of them have that i think y'all were barely starting Dude, the podcast yeah. when y'all came yeah on. we didn't even have an yeah. i don't think we had an episode out i think mm -hmm. we were just talking about just it. starting it yep. yeah well go ahead and listen i'll link their spotify Woo! down yes. below as well so y'all can check Apple it out music, all streaming platforms yes youtube yes <laughs> and if you love heavy metal and you love jesus that is the perfect podcast for mm -hmm. you so go ahead and give celeste a follow if y'all haven't already y'all should she's fun she's awesome oh you're the best yeah celeste nicole garcia on instagram and facebook everywhere else yes well thank you celeste for joining me of course it is really? a pleasure i love you my friend i love you too all right guys i will catch y'all next week bye guys bye.